Thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, we're Brad Gray and Janine Bitson. Bitson. Not Bitson. <laughs> just, just one of you, right? Just, just one, one of me right now. Uh, I'm not Bitson. bilocating. I'm not holy enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're here on Real Presence Live. And we are so excited now to have a conversation with Patty Armstrong, a wonderful Catholic journalist. Good morning to you, Patty. Thank you for being on with us this morning. Well, good morning, Brad and Janine. It is an honor. I, I've heard you guys so many times, but this is our first time having a conversation, so I'm really excited. It is a treat, absolutely. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Thank you so well. much. Yes, for us as well, right? So, uh, Patty, I, I've actually heard about you for a long time, seen your books. My, my I believe my in-laws uh, know you, the the Dupongs. Um, but I'd like to. Oh yes, okay. I'd like to have everyone else know you as well. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I started out, uh, went to 12 years of the Catholic school, and it was the 70s. <laughs> so I didn't learn about the Catholic faith until maybe, I don't know, 15 years later, maybe even more than that. Um, so I, was a, I, I am actually have a degree in social work and a master's in public administration. I worked in those fields, but I had always liked writing. I took a whole year of journalism at University of Detroit, and it became a hobby of mine. And once we started having children... It went really from a hobby to what I did, just kind of, it. you, you guys probably can relate. Mm. It is such a blessing to do something you love that you consider a hobby. Yes. And I really became a, a full-time freelance journalist. I um, started out in the secular world, had no interest in writing for religious publications. It just seemed like that was going to be really boring to do such mm. a thing. I even wrote for the National Enquirer for a short time. <laughs> um I wrote for Woman's World magazine for 10 years, and I, I did a lot of freelance. I did, you know, I wrote for Country America, um, a lot of different publications, and some I was a regular correspondent. And as I got to know my faith and grew deeper in it, I really felt God asking me to, to write more religious articles. So one day in prayer, I said, okay, my writing is for you, whatever you want. Funny thing. Every article after that that I wrote for Woman's World had some spiritual aspect in it, like she was praying for help, or mm. um, she felt her garden angel. And those are the only assignments I ever got. And, and then I started writing for actual Catholic publications, and I've been doing that, man, I don't know, like over 15, 20, maybe close to 20 years. I write for the National Catholic Register, our Sunday Visitor, Legatus Magazine, and the Dakota Catholic Action. Mm. Um so that was my background, and I was pretty um, comfortable there. <laughs> yeah. Lo and behold, I get invited to do a talk show in this sex for secular talk show. And I've not been in broadcasting. You guys are a couple of broadcasters. It's a, it's a different skill set in some ways. Sure. Um, and I'm, I, I like interviewing people. I've interviewed really, over, I'm sure I've interviewed thousands of people over the years. Because um, I wrote the Amazing Grace book series, I kind of ghost wrote mm -hmm. a lot of those stories. Um, the Amazing Grace series has a lot of North Dakotans in it. That was a joy. <laughs> Excellent. I was, I was, <laughs> the funny thing was, after the first one, um, uh, Amazing Grace for the Catholic Heart, I had so many North Dakotan stories. The publisher said, you know, this is a national um, <laughs> book. It's a publication. And they were all bestsellers. So if you have two books, you get two stories that are equally good, and one is from North Dakota and one isn't, you should probably go with the one not from North Dakota. <laughs> well, Patty, for future reference, I'm Minnesota, so we can, uh, I'm five blocks away, though. You're going to have to talk to Janine. <laughs> She's got go. stories for you. <laughs> um, you know, though, to this day, that, that 
accept those books for bestsellers uh. because they didn't lecture, they didn't preach. Yeah. Yep. They they were people's stories of experiencing God in their lives, and some of them were mind-boggling, miraculous. Mm-hmm. I, and I continued writing. My latest book is Holy Hacks, Everyday mm-hmm. Ways to Live Your Faith and Get to Heaven. And I stopped trying to write books and said, okay, God, if you want me to write anything more, you'll have to let me know. And since that time, people have come to me and asked me to write books, mm-hmm. which if you're a writer, you just can't even believe that. But, but you know, writing books is a lot of work. And really, I just gave everything over to God. And the fact that now I'm in doing a talk show in the secular media is, I didn't realize it at first. I said, nah, I don't know about this. Let me think about it. <laughs> Let me worry about it. But now I realize what a gift it is because I can, I'm can. i out in the world as a Catholic. So mm-hmm. on today's show, we're going to talk about a transgender mm. bill we have with, um, in North Dakota, not allowing boys, if you're born male, you shouldn't be able to commit, commit I'm sorry, compete. Mm-hmm. in female sports, and it's just not fair. And I also have a bioethicist, Don DiCamello, from the Catholic Bioethics Center. Oh, so nice. I'm having them on a secular show because the truth is the truth. It's not about, I'm not pushing a religion, I'm pushing the truth. And yeah. it's right. hard to come by these days. <laughs> yes. No, you're so, you're so right, Patty. And it's something that, you know, when... You know, Brad and I are in the comforts of our Catholic studio and speaking to, you know, a a large part, a Catholic audience. I mean, I know that we have a lot of people who just tune into the radio as they're driving down the road that are like, wow, Catholics know what? You know, that's like our billboard. (laughs) And, And so it is really cool as an evangelization tool. But here you're going to be out really in the midst of wolves, you know, bringing, you know, the, the, the topics that are pertinent to be talked about, but also to bring that Catholic viewpoint, whether you say it out loud or not, um, you're representing a side that's contrary to a lot of secular life right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting a lot harder. Yeah. When I grew up, differences of opinions weren't so vicious. Yes. Right. And, we knew that going into it. I'm one of the lead hosts. Mary Grainer is the other lead host. So we just happened to both be Catholic. And um, I did not apply for this job. My neighbor, Derek Boa, is the CEO of Back Communications. He asked me if I wanted to do this, and I said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but as we developed the idea and the idea of having a group of us, just like on The View that we we used to watch, but we can't handle it. It yeah. just has every, it's so hateful. And, yeah. um, mm-hmm. We had such a hard time. We said, you know, we can, we look at the issues of the day and we look at them really through a Christian lens. One, one thing I really insisted upon was that we're pro-life all the way, that I did not want to give a second of airtime to promoting anybody's opinion on being pro-abortion. So we might not all agree on everything, but that was one thing I could come up. And somebody has been asking. They um, are going to go through cancer treatment and have their eggs harvested with the hope of doing IVF later. Hmm. And I I still have to get a hold of her and let her know. And I was talking with some of the other hosts, and I said, I cannot do that. 
mm-hmm. against Catholic teaching, and here's the reasons why I've written on this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, beginning with selective reduction, that abortion enters into the whole, you want to have a child? Well, they're not possessions. Yes. And, and in order to have one, you have to, you, you know, their life begins in a laboratory in a Petri dish, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then they, then you put more in the mother's womb than you think they'll take because there's a high rate of loss. And if they all take, if they all implant in the womb, then you got to do selective reduction. So, no, I cannot do that. Now, what secular news talk show could you, could you live your faith to that degree? Yeah. I, I don't know of any. Yeah, Remarkable. yeah. And, that's, and, it's, and it's every problem has an opportunity. Um, you know, that comes with it, um, and a huge responsibility as well. Um, and even with the whole IVF, I remember being at a Students for Life conference in, in Washington, D.C., um, and then they actually did show uh, an IVF success story on a video, and it gave Father Charles and I an opportunity to help educate the kids about the very things that you were saying. Um, and there were some pretty prominent, you know, public fi- figures that were, you know, excited about this success story. Um, so it gave us an opportunity to really talk about why it is a slippery slope and why it is not right. And, and so that gives you an opportunity, if you ever did choose to talk about that, to give that perspective. Well, yeah, we will be talking about it today. Yeah. um, Well, I mean, we will be talking about IVF. You know who I have on Thursday? I have uh, Dr. Thomas Pilgers on. Mm. He wrote part of the amicus brief for Roe v. Wade. Oh, wonderful. Um, Right, and he's going to explain, and he's one of the um, co-creators of NAPRO, which which is more successful than IVF. Right. A lot of people don't know this. They... It's way less expensive and way more successful for an infertile couple. And mm-hmm. why have most people never heard of it? But everybody's heard of IVF. Right. Um, and then and the, the problem is that the way society is today, you can't even explain why you're against something. Right. And I'm going to address that today. Um, the whole transgender thing, everything has been shut down, not out of love, because a lot of these children and people are hurt. They're not helped by pushing the transgender agenda. So we can't even open up our mouths that we're not shut down and called haters. And we we understood when we started the show that not everybody's going to like us. And we've gotten some hate mail. Um, People that are not regular viewers letting us know why they would never watch such a horrible show as us. And people, and we were warned ahead of time, the first, right out of the gate, you're going to get people saying, what are all these, you know, these white women up there, what do they know, and, and ripping us apart. Oh. And we got it. Well, last week, we had technical difficulties, and so they couldn't get our show on the air, and said Little House of the was on. <laughs> and this is how we found out that there actually are a lot of viewers out there is that the station was inundated with phone calls and angry people like, where are ladies of another view? And we're like, oh, <laughs> hey, what the heck? I guess hey. <laughs> well, it's it's much needed and it's yes. much desired. And, and that is wonderful because, 
you know, I think before we started the segment, we were visiting a little bit, and um, I go to the dentist office. It's the view. I go to get a windshield replaced on my car. It's the view. And it's like, and your blood just boils afterwards. Like, how is this really the actual view, you know, the, the hate and the, the lack of civil discourse. Um, I remember, uh, Ms. Hasselbeck, I mean, she's no longer there, but I felt so bad for her. And now, you know, you have, uh, I believe it's Megan McCain. I don't watch it religiously, believe me, but I know enough to know that it's three against one and it's just so horrible. We watched for two months, for over two months, we watched it. We we practiced for about six weeks. We would come in and act like we're doing the show. And we used to say, okay, we're going to watch the view in the morning, but we're going to respond because we're another view. Right. And finally, one day, they just had a bunch of stuff on. I said, and I texted everybody, said, okay, you're getting a day off. And everybody said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I realized, you know what? We don't need to watch. We know what the current events are. Right. That was yeah. in the news. Right. And we... It was, it was um, really, we, it was like post-traumatic stress afterwards mm. because they are so hateful. They aren't, and, and the whole time Megan McCain wasn't on, it was just all an extreme liberal oh, viewpoint, sure. extremely hateful, and it makes me so sad. Like you said, Janine, everywhere you go, there it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people are just being fed a steady sight of this and how many people look further. And I know you have to take a break, and I want to talk about after the break how it's so hard to look further anymore. Yes. Well, and and again, the the wonderful thing though to stay stay the course. Every problem has an opportunity, and and there's not anything we can't uh, tackle without God's grace. That's right. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. As you said, Patty, we do have to take a quick break, but let's dive more uh, dive into it more. Dive more into it uh, when we come back on the other side. It's of reciprocal. This. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hi, I'm Pat Lave from the uh, Our Lady Lakes Council in Spicer, New London, uh, Minnesota, and uh, I'm a knight, have been for at least 12 to 15 years, charter member of our uh, council, and I really believe that for us to build up our church on earth, uh, men gathering together and supporting our priests and uh, religious and working together for the common good, the people around our area and throughout the world, and I believe we need everybody to help. It doesn't take one person, it takes everybody to pitch in and to do the work that needs to be done for the glory of God. What I love about Real Presence Radio is it seems like whenever I'm struggling with something and I turn on the radio, that seems to be the topic that they're talking about. So thank you, Lord, for Real Presence Radio in my life. My friend's been trying to convert me for years. I have a long commute, and he told me to turn to Real Presence Radio. After listening to Catholic Answers for about nine months, I'm happy to say that my wife and I have converted to the faith. 
Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, and we have returned. Uh, we're having a conversation with Patty Armstrong. And Patty, it's, it's, you're providing, I think, something that's such a critical need right now is a, a voice of sanity in the midst of a, a world littered with uh, madness, honestly. Well, mm. and, and not just that. It's like if you do listen to the, the mainstream media, it's, it's the same buzzword. You know, no matter where you turn the channel, it's the same buzzword this day. And then the next day, it's the same buzzword this day. And so there's so much um, uh, coordinated uh, collusion, if you you want to use the word, you know, um, giving the talk, giving the narrative. And so how wonderful it is that you can have this show, Ladies of Another View, and also how wonderful it is that... It's you bring the Catholics per- perspective, but we have so much in common with our Christian brother and sister. And so to bring that unity into it as well and be able to educate on why we do believe what we believe. Like, for instance, when you're talking about IVF, you know, it's a great opportunity to say, well, this is why we believe in this, you know, or, or against it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And right. um, and then to bring up this other uh, opportunity that's way better, way more successful, and way more life-giving, um, and and way less life-diminishing. <laughs> you know, it, it's just a wonderful opportunity, and I'm so grateful that you've taken this leap because it it won't be easy. Uh, you will have, um, you will be attacked, like you were saying, yeah. the Catholic News Agency and what just happened to them. Can you tell our listeners? Right, um, because it's getting harder and harder to find the truth because the truth is getting shut down. So I've had to find some really good sources. I rely on my Catholic sources just to feed me as a Catholic, but also to get to the truth. And so I listen to Catholic radio every day. When I get in the car, that's what's on my radio. Hmm. Um, and my Twitter account was totally hacked, gone, and 7,600 followers taken from me. Even though I know who has it and I could show it to Twitter, Hmm. I got canned responses until I sent them a screenshot and I opened up a case, never heard back from them. So that's very telling to me. But speaking of Twitter and um, Catholic News Agency, they wrote out a tweet. Things are getting fierce. It's it's like in the last couple, two, three months, it has gotten so much worse. And I don't know if people realize how very serious this is. So they had a news article. Biden plans to nominate Dr. Rachel Levine, a biological male identifying as a transgender woman who has served as Pennsylvania Health Secretary since 2017, to be HHS Assistant Secretary for Health. Levine is also supportive of the contraceptive mandate. So, is that hate speech? It is, according to Twitter. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the truth. Yeah, They said it's harassing, hateful conduct 
And if Catholic News Agency did not take that down, they were going to have their account suspended. Wow. Wow. (laughs) It said they were violating their rules with hateful conduct. So what this means is that you can't even let anybody know that fact alone. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. It's not hateful. You didn't name call. Nobody even said if it was right or wrong. It was just reporting on it. And now you can't even report. And we know that. We've seen that happening on COVID, on if you don't agree with everything, um, you're shut down. You're not allowed to get your information through. And I thought, wow. And they have something like, I think they have 9,000 or more followers. And I know there's people with 100, 200,000, a million followers. And so, um, but I, but what they're doing is little by little shutting down voices that are speaking the truth. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so Ladies of Another View is an opportunity. And I would ask for your prayers. You know, it's not going to be easy to talk about the whole transgender issue. Yeah. Um, but people need to understand these people are being hurt, not right. helped. Right. Well, and the and, statistics bear that. Right. And I, th- I think there's ways to, to really do that again with the, the positive, uh, loving uh, facts that we can give. You know, there is a, a real issue with gender dysphoria. That is true. That is um, a thing. But it's less than 1% of the population and but they need to be given their human dignity, and they need to yeah. be loved and understood and helped. And um, and then there is also where it's it's just emotion and freedom. Like I'm going to do whatever I want to do, right. and that's how I feel at this moment. And and so there there is that aspect too. And and they still need to be loved, um, but yeah, then absolutely. they also need to. Uh, the truth just, just needs to be known of the the really hard facts of the negatives that they've had in their lives since they made that choice, that emotional uh, choice. And, and and they would say they didn't even make that choice. Somebody we had on, Carolyn Clickham, who I knew through publishing, she was married to a man who believed he was a woman, and he began to live that out. They were married for over 20 years, mm. and once he started... Lit changed his name to a woman's name and dressing like a woman and wearing skirts. She she divorced him, but she did it with love, and she had an annulment. But they prayed before they went to the courthouse, oh. and she said he didn't. She the whole time is about loving each other and being compassionate, but but being compassionate is not denying reality. Right. That's not helping anybody. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep, that's right, Patty. It's. I mean, I can't say enough how much it's it's critical that that we have your voice and those those who will speak the truth in the midst of of this this madness in every way, um, madness and anger and and insanity and and so on. So it's it's been a treat to have you on this morning with us, and uh, we certainly promise our prayers as you continue to to fight the battle in the midst of uh, you know this this hostile arena. Yes. Well, thank you. I, I was just going to say, let's pray for each other, but you said it for me. Absolutely. I'll be praying for you, too. Thank yeah, you. and let's stay in touch, Patty. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'd love to. Cause, yeah, I listen to you every day, so the more we're in touch, the better. All yeah. right. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you both. God bless you All both, right. Brad and Janine. Thank, thank you. you. All right.
Well, we've we've come to the end now, and so it's it's time for us to hand the football off to Eli and hope he doesn't fumble. Well, <laughs> thanks, Fred. Yeah. Jenny. Good show today. Yeah. A lot of really interesting segments. Got a whole jam-packed week coming up for you here. Of course, we've got another great Real Presence Live coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Richard Kunst and Cindy Jennings, coming to you from St. James Church in Duluth, Minnesota. They'll start off the show with Father Joel Hastings of the Diocese of Duluth. He'll tell us where Ash Wednesday came from. Then, at 9.30 Central, you'll want to get your questions ready for Straight Talk with Father Richard Kunst. Then, Bishop, Father, uh, Bishop James Powers will tell us why confession is important. And all that and a whole lot more coming up on the next Real Presence Live. But before that next Real Presence Live, it's the Men in Black basketball game, which you talked about a little bit. We did. It's the Priests of the Diocese of Rapid City versus students of St. Thomas More High School. That'll be happening tonight, Monday. Coverage starts at 645 Mountain Time. You can listen on 89.9 or 94.7 in Rapid City. Or, of course, if you're not in that local area, you can find it on the Real Presence Radio Facebook, YouTube, also on the RPR app, and streaming live at realpresenceradio.com. And a lot of people ask, like, how do you get to the Facebook page? Well, there's a sneaky way to do that. You can go ahead and go to realpresenceradio.com, and right on about halfway down our homepage, uh, the Facebook page is linked right there. So if you go to realpresenceradio.com, you can get to the Facebook and watch the video super easily just like this. Sneaky. Oh, that's wonderful. And I have you? to say, Eli, that uh, saying that I hope Eli doesn't fumble is like saying, I hope that Tom Brady makes the Super Bowl. It's almost <laughs> a sure. You know, uh, you know, Go so. Bucks. <laughs> well, and, and I have a Tom Brady rookie card, and I'm like, do I sell oh, it before the Super Bowl that's or the, after uh, the Super Bowl? Retirement right there. All right. Well, great. It was, it was just a delight this morning. So yeah. let's, uh, let's close by giving all glory to God. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All glory be to the Father, Father and, and to the Son, and to the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. God bless you all. We look forward to being with you next time. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.